Hi, welcome to Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I am Francesca Rowe, I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for tuning back in if you listened to my first episode, and um, thank you also if you're a first time listener. I'm so grateful to have you here and to share this little bit of time with you. I just realized that I I never really introduced myself last time, so I'm glad that I did that this time. We're off to a good start. <laughs> I am Francesca Rowe, and I'm here to talk with you about all things healing and the healing journey and everything that goes with that. So thank you for being here and let's get started. I have to say I'm a little bit more nervous this time than I was when I recorded the first time and I was trying to figure out why that was and I realized it was because my first go around was very there was no pressure. Um, there was no pressure that I was putting on myself to create a certain type of product or outcome. I just kind of got to go with it and see where where it took me. And of course, it shouldn't be any different this time. But having done one already, all of a sudden, all these nerves came up and these thoughts in my head and these questions of like, well what if this one isn't as good or what if you can't figure out what to say or this, that, and the other. And I thought about writing outlines for for how it was going to go or like trying to figure out and navigate how it would start, how it would end, all that stuff. And I kind of just had to take a step back with myself and understand where that desire to control was coming from. It was coming from feeling nervous and insecure and not having complete faith in myself. And so I had to take a step back and tell myself that it was okay that I felt that way and that I could always, you know, regain control, but to allow myself to practice letting go of control and just record and let it be what it is and not judging myself, allowing myself that the space to fumble over my words or or not really end up where I thought I was going to end up or say all the points that I really wanted to say and just let it be what it's going to be. That's where I am right now. So yeah, I was thinking about why I was having a hard time doing that when I was approaching recording this second episode and it all came back to fears that I have that I wasn't addressing. I wasn't letting myself see Fears of not being good enough and fears that and manifest into needing to control or wanting to control how I'm perceived by others, by you listening. And that brings me to what I want to talk about today, which is an extension of last episode, how we heal once we've identified triggers and wounds in our in ourselves. So fear is obviously a big one <laughs> for me, for many people. And fear, we have different fears that are different wounds and different traumas addressed in different ways. But for me, fear of how I'm perceived is something that had a really big big impact on my life. And it's something that I have consciously worked on and still work on all the time. And one thing that I really like to do once I've addressed or once I've, 
once I've pinpointed what, what that wound is, is I like to tell myself a new story and I like to change, change what is going on in my head. I start by getting into a quiet meditative state, going into a quiet place or area where you can just really be with yourself and, and your feelings and your thoughts and quieting the mind to be able to really listen inside to what your body is telling you and what your feelings are trying to tell you is going on. And I think for a lot of people when they hear meditating or like meditative state, it's, it can be intimidating because you think of like someone with their legs crossed saying like, um, and that's just, that's not what it actually has to be at all. It's very different for everybody. And it can be anything that just gets you into, again, like a state where your mind is quiet. So for me, I get into a really great meditative state when I go for drives. Like that's something I love to do. I just love getting in my car, going on the back roads in my area, my town, and listening to music or whatever. But it's really about just kind of zoning out. And some of my best meditative experiences happen because I'm not controlling my thoughts. I'm just kind of like seeing what comes up and it just really helps me clear my head. So yeah, that's mine. But for you, it could be cooking or it could be being in nature. Um, there could be more than one that works for you or like certain ones work for you for different reasons, for different uses. But I like to get into a meditative state, really sitting with the feelings that are uncomfortable, the wounds, the fears. And we talked about last week, like letting yourself feel that. And so I let myself feel that. And I tell myself, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way. Let yourself feel that. And then tell yourself the real truth, the new truth that you are working towards embodying. So for me, with fear of how I'm perceived by others and fear of really, I mean, it's a fear of vulnerability, fear of being seen and letting go of controlling that. So I tell myself, it's okay. It's okay to be seen. It's okay to be vulnerable. You're safe. And what I'm really doing is comforting and nurturing my inner child because a lot of times fears and wounds that we have, they go back to a time in childhood where a need wasn't met or something happened to you that that kind of taught you at a young age that you were not safe, that doing a certain thing or acting a certain way led to a negative outcome. And so we then keep that with us and we, we mold ourselves to then protect ourselves around our fears. So like our fears are really just coping mechanisms and and really they're there to protect us you know it's it's helping us not have to feel that again because it was so painful as a child or whenever whenever it was first present in your life and so it takes it takes a long time or I mean I shouldn't say it takes a long time it takes time it's not an overnight fix and it does take a lot of patience but it's patience with yourself so so one other thing that I think is really important in, in healing is being patient with yourself and forgiving yourself, forgiving yourself for how long you think it's taking to, to heal and be done with it. So not getting frustrated with yourself, understanding that 
this was something that you clung to for so long because it, it worked. It was, it protected you. It was like your, your armor and taking that off is scary. And so letting yourself feel that way, letting it be scary and telling yourself it's okay. I see you. I understand where this is painful and it's okay to feel that way. Just let it be what it is. And then the more you you tell yourself that it's okay and the more you love yourself where you need that love and where, you're, where your inner child didn't receive that, that recognition, the more you really start believing it. And then you start kind of creating a new way of being. You learn that this new way is safe and the old way doesn't serve you anymore and that you don't need that armor. You don't need that protection because you're safe. You've got you. <laughs> really just being with yourself, allowing yourself to feel the way you feel, telling yourself the new story, and then just having patience and forgiving yourself when, when you slip. I mean slip by like, you might have real success with your healing and then one day something happens or triggers you and you slip back into that old way of being, that old way of thinking, that wall comes back up for a minute or for longer. <laughs> and that's normal. That's okay because what you're doing is really hard. Healing, taking that initiative to heal yourself is so incredible. I mean, really, just like pat yourself on the back for even considering doing that and and then to take it on is is huge give yourself that grace and just be kind to yourself picture yourself as a little baby or as a toddler if you can pinpoint exactly when that wound started when that wound was made picture yourself at that age literally visualize it work on visualizing that little child and giving them a hug and telling them it's okay and just being being what they didn't have at the time giving that to them I love being there for my inner child. I <laughs> I like will talk to her. I don't care what it sounds like to other people around me. Luckily, I'm just at home with my family, so <laughs> they don't think it's too weird. But you can you can say it in your head if you don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> Look like you're talking to yourself, but I even I'll give myself hugs, really nice long hugs, and they are incredible. I personally feel like no one gives me hugs better than I give me hugs. Like sometimes when I'm having a hard day or something's really bothering me or I just can't seem to figure something out or get over something, I'll just literally like wrap my arms around myself and give myself a great hug and lean my head on my shoulders and just feel that embrace. Just feel how you're there for yourself, how you are safe and you are taken care of. Another tool that you can use when when it comes to healing yourself and that I found extremely helpful is journaling or writing just getting your thoughts out on the page it really really does help and again I I'm sure there are some people who are kind of rolling their eyes or who don't really get journaling it doesn't they've maybe tried it before and it doesn't really do it for them or they just like can't ever figure out what to write like you'll sit down with your journal or whatever piece of paper and you just don't know what to write and I totally understand it's something that takes some practice getting comfortable with but once you find like a flow it is just such a release to just get your thoughts out on the page if you're one of those people who 
has a hard time naming your feelings, which I totally have been there. Sometimes I just don't know what I'm feeling. I just know that I'm not feeling good. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just not feeling how I want to feel, but I couldn't tell you if that's angry, sad, what, whatever it is. I just don't feel right. And journaling can actually really help with that because your thoughts lead you to what's really going on. For example, when I don't really know what I'm feeling, I'll literally open my journal and I'll be like, I feel weird, period. <laughs> and then the next thing I'll do is I'll write about like, well, what's going on in my day? So like, I feel weird, period. This morning, da 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 happened. And then I did this and this and this. And just go through your day. Just go through what's happened up to this point where you're sitting down writing. And what you'll often find is that, oh, well, like, I had this uncomfortable interaction this morning and like this didn't go the way that I wanted it to go or that I thought it was going to go and like then this happened and then so-and-so said this to me or like I saw this online and blah 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 and then all of a sudden before you know it you're like oh my god that's why I feel weird so yeah I think it can be really helpful if you just give it a chance that's the thing it's it's really just about giving things a chance and being open to what you find because This whole concept of looking inward, it's very vague and it's, it's, you know, easier said than done. Like, what does that really mean? And it really just means getting comfortable with your feelings and, and getting in tune with what you're feeling and and why. And journaling just really helps get it all out onto the page. Another thing that's really cool when you're on your healing journey is to like, then be able to look back at old journal entries and be like, oh my God, I've come so far. I was just looking back the other day at something I wrote. It was like one of my very first concrete journal entries. I was like, okay, I'm doing this journaling thing. I think it was from last September. So almost a year ago. And I read what I had written and it was just, it was so incredible to see where I was then and where I am now. And, you know, I felt bad for older me, (laughs) past me, but I was also so proud of her because once you're in it, it can be really hard to really understand what you have done and what you have accomplished. It can be hard to take a step back and and really appreciate all that you've done. And I'm like my own worst critic. A lot of us are. So having that concrete proof is really cool. There is just truly no better feeling than looking back and seeing how you do things differently now or there's a situation that you have a moment of realization where you're like oh my god I would have reacted so differently to that same thing x amount of months ago or like however long ago it's really cool it's like I'm actually doing this thing and I mean I don't do it every single day but that's fine. No judgment. Don't judge yourself. Just if you feel the need to write, write. And sometimes I write a lot. Sometimes I write so much that I'm like, this isn't even constructive. But it is because you're you're practicing getting out what's going on inside. Not only is that good for like just releasing stuff, but it's good because then you can better understand what's happening inside because that's the worst when you just, you know something's wrong, but you don't know what. And, and that's when all this rumination of feelings and dread and and anxiety and doubt come in because you don't know what to do with those negative feelings, that negative energy inside you. Get it out on the page. Also, affirmations are really, really helpful in healing. And again, some people might be rolling their eyes because 
just like journaling affirmations are something that are being talked about more in our culture and can be kind of watered down to this this fluffer that we do that's like, I take care of myself because I say my affirmations, but they really do help. And I recommend making them more personal to the thing that you're trying to heal. Just saying like, you know, I love myself in the mirror is great, but if you really want to get more specific, it can be a super great tool for specifically healing because what you're doing, you're you're rewriting that that narrative in your mind. You're rewriting that story that you're telling yourself. And if you tell yourself new affirmations, what you're doing is you're actually replacing old affirmations that you were already telling yourself, whether you are aware of that or not. And the thing is, oftentimes, these old affirmations were negative. So not really affirmations, whatever. You were just, if we could really count how many times we talk poorly about ourselves to ourselves, I mean, I think we would all be just shocked because it's always happening. I mean, I don't want to say always, but it's happening. It shouldn't happen at all. And it's happening way, way more than than we mean for it to because that wound, that hurt, that told us a story and we keep telling ourselves that story and replaying in our heads we tell ourselves i i can't do this i'm i'm not important or i'm not good enough or i'm too much that needs to be replaced so affirmations are great because better to be telling yourself something good about yourself than something negative about yourself i think when you give it a chance you'd be surprised how quickly it, it starts working. It literally just becomes like the voice in your head just becomes more positive and loving to you. And if you're not loving yourself, I mean, that's that's all you've got at the end of the day is you. So you've got to be nice to yourself. You've got to talk nicely to yourself, talk sweetly to yourself, say loving things to you because you're your person. Like you are, all we've got is ourselves truly. I mean, you know, friends, family, but but at the end of the day, there's only one you. And so you really have to be mi- mindful of how you speak to yourself in your head. So I really like affirmations. There's always more tending to your to your healing to be done. It takes upkeep, but it, it really does become like a practice. I don't know, like if you exercise regularly, whatever you may do, to exercise you have something that works for you or maybe you like switch it up here and there but for most of us there's no end point where you're just going to stop it's just like something you do to make sure your body is functioning well and um is healthy so it's the same with your your mental health and um your healing journey is just yeah keep going and never stop and there's really so many other ways to heal and i really encourage you to explore many different ones and see um, which ones work for you because it's it's very specific to each person it's such a personal thing there's so many more than i've mentioned these are just a few but it's basically basically depends on the person and also like what you are healing some things yeah they take longer and they're deeper and that's why we really have to have grace and patience with ourselves and forgive ourselves for the way that we we've processed a wound or a trauma or hurt don't judge yourself that's the last thing you want to do because once you feel safe to feel the hurt feel the wound that is when you can then heal it if you don't if you don't allow yourself that you're you're always going to be denying it to a certain extent and you won't be able to really clean out the wound which you know you got to clean it out get in there get in all those crevices 
get all the antibacterial in there and fill it up with with love with understanding and compassion for yourself and once you begin healing you're you're going to notice that the way you interact with others begins to shift in a really positive way it won't always rub everyone the right way because people are used to you playing a certain role in their story and they're used to you behaving a certain way and once we heal it can be a little startling for people they don't really understand what's going on they don't know how to like navigate this new you or this new way of being especially if some of those people are people who were there when the wound was made or they're kind of part of of that original wound like family and and friends and and significant others and just people in your life that maybe not intentionally but like they kind of contribute to it in some way and because you had that wound there was a lack of boundaries there and so you allowed yourself to be maybe treated in a way that is less than what you deserve and it's important to understand that it's not really their fault for for not immediately understanding this new you this new way that you're being because it's new but it is very necessary to establish those boundaries as soon as you can and to uphold them for yourself. And that also takes practice. But yeah, just don't give up and keep keep upholding those boundaries. Even if someone is not respecting the boundaries you've put up continuously, that is like a judgment call to make of maybe whether this person's not not healthy for you anymore. And this person is no longer resonating with with who you are becoming and who you want to be and they no longer serve your path anymore they're no longer helping you become the best version of yourselves that you can they're no longer supporting your growth then that is something that you may have to you may have to look at you may have to um, remove this person from your life if you can it can get a little more tricky with family and um, people that we were really close to that we've had in our lives for a long time but again at the end of the day the most important thing is your healing and that you feel safe and if somebody yeah can't respect that then that is something that i would just seriously examine if somebody really loves you and cares for you and is really your friend or really somebody who who loves you then they they should be respectful of your boundaries and then you know as long as you also maintain those you know be the example so so really be firm in your boundaries when you are healing when you're establishing these boundaries with others it is also then important to to have forgiveness for them as well i understand that in some cases forgiveness can be really really difficult and some things you know it's a judgment call like i i can't tell you to forgive somebody i don't know what what's happened in your relationship and when it comes to really toxic dynamics and abusive relationships that is something that that you should remove yourself from completely if you can find the resources to do so reach out to somebody you can to to help you but if this is somebody that's going to be in your life and you want them in your life they still add to your life forgiveness is so important when when healing you know just like you are working on yourself and healing and have wounds it's important to remember that so do they like they're human They've got their own wounds. They've got their own past hurts and traumas. They're living the best that they can with the wounds that they have, just like you are. This is especially helpful to remember with parents. They're just humans, just like you and me, you know, and they maybe didn't have the resources and the tools to 
address their wounds. And so, you know, they're doing the best they can with whatever happened to them in their life. And just understanding that. Now, forgiving others, it's not something that happens super easily. It can take a lot of courage and it can be challenging to get to a place where you feel ready to forgive others and forgive someone who hurt you, even if they didn't mean to, because holding on to the pain is familiar and safe. And part of healing is, you know, letting go of that pain. And so forgiving others is part of that, forgiving those that hurt us. I definitely would say like, you know, don't feel like you have to forgive before you're ready because you want to authentically forgive them. You want to like feel that in your soul. You don't want to say like, okay, well like, okay, I'm forgiving this person now. If we could do that, then we would all forgive people all the time. Sometimes it's not that simple. Sometimes you want to forgive someone, but you still feel that pain. You still feel upset with them. You just don't feel in your heart and your soul like you, you forgive them. So it, it can take time and it's important to give yourself that time. When you do feel that you are ready to forgive, it is a great step because when you forgive someone else, forgiveness is a gift that you give to yourself. Forgiving, you're giving that to yourself because who ends up feeling better really? At the end of the day, it's you. You experience that that release, that relief, that ease because holding on to a negative feeling towards another person it only hurts you more. It, it eats you up inside. It eats away at you. And you want to let that go. Moving forward is letting go, like making peace with the past and just feeling nothing for it, like nothing about it. Letting it go because your energy is your currency. It is your most, most precious currency. And when you, when some of your energy is being spent, because it's truly currency, spent on feeling certain feelings about other people or ways towards people or resenting people, hating someone, you are giving away your energy to that person. That is what you are doing. You are giving away your power to that person, to that situation. So when we can let go of that and forgive, we are just, we're, we're reclaiming our power. We're giving back to ourselves that energy and that power. And it really does help you move forward and heal And so when we are ready to forgive and we make that choice to actively forgive, and you don't have to say anything to the person you're forgiving. You don't have to tell them, I forgive you. Like, especially if this is someone you haven't spoken to in years or or they would be like, what are you talking about? Like, we're fine. It's, It's something you do with yourself inward. It's just a shift and it's a choice. And when you're ready to make that choice, you're really loving yourself first and you're getting closer to peace, closer to healing that wound. And you know, everyone, like I said, everyone has their wounds and their traumas just like you. And most people who are not healed and are not actively healing, they're they're acting from their wounds and their traumas and projecting onto you. So it's important not to take things from other people, things people say personally, because it truly, truly has nothing to do with you. And that's why when when we're healing, we really focus on responding instead of reacting. So like when something, you know, triggers you and you snap and you react from from a place of hurt, that that is you acting from your trauma. When we take back our power, take back our energy and learn to breathe 
and then respond from like a conscious place from love, we are taking our power back, reclaiming our power and our energy, which, you know, like I said, is your greatest currency. When we choose to heal and work on healing, we gain back so much of our power that we let slip away from us and our emotions don't control us. And it's it's kind of like the saying, be the bigger person, or actually it's just like that. It's understanding on a really deep level that when we respond instead of reacting, when we choose to respond out of from a place of love instead of reacting out of fear, we are not giving away our power. We are the bigger person and we can have things said to us that disrespect us or we don't agree with and and not like lose it. Again, it gets easier. It becomes more natural and then you just feel so much better because you are in your power and you're not giving away your currency all the time in little ways that you maybe weren't even aware of and you're not depleting that energy source and so you have so much more energy so much um, more positive energy throughout the day and in your life which can then be used on yourself which can be used to um, love yourself and then can be used to love others and and give back to others I think this is a good place to stop today. Yeah, there are so many, so many ways to to heal. And it really is about figuring out what works for you. It, it'll feel weird at first because it's been so long maybe of doing something a certain way and acting a certain way and behaving a certain way. And a new way is going to feel really foreign and odd. But then it gets kind of really fun because yeah you're reclaiming your power you're you're taking control of the story of your life you're taking control of who you are don't let other people do that for you i did that for way too long and it is something that i'm still working on but be in the driver's seat of your life and just watch all the positive changes happen for you because i promise they will so so yeah i encourage you this week to try something out. It can be one of the things I mentioned. It can be something entirely different, but try something out. See how it works for you. Find a way to quiet your mind and to listen to what's going on inside and to start figuring out how to, how do you heal these wounds and where you can begin reclaiming your power in doing so. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye.